Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few podcast. My name is David Tomlinson. And you're all on, uh, we're on live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And tomorrow you can download from all your other uh, places where you can get your podcast from. Okay, go straight into the invite, the people that are on the show tonight. And that's Davey Pollock. Hello, Davey. How are you? I'm good, Dave. Good to see you again. Uh, obviously, we're uh, on the back of a victory today, which is also welcome, but. The the way that we won it wasn't as quite as, as welcome as we wanted it to be, but uh, I'm sure we'll get on to that. So let the good times roll. Thanks very much, Dave, for that. And uh, the second person on the pod tonight, apart from me, of course, it's third person, um, is Mason Stewart. Hello, Mason. Hello, boys. How are we doing? Um, pleased we, we managed to get the three points today, but I'm sure... We'll talk about you know more of the issues that, that we see after the performance, but the main thing today was getting a win. So I'm I'm happy it didn't uh, again you know ruin the weekend. Okay, now the the first uh, thing I was wanting to to talk about today, and I've lost a bit of paper it was on, <laughs> is uh, was was the we got a, a message from Rangers that a, a top level. Uh, manager was sacked, or I uh, said he was had left the club. Um, it turned out it was a, a man that, uh, that that worked under Bygrove as a manager. Um, what do you think of that? What did he? Seemingly, it ended up that he was he was at the Liverpool end, shouting with a Liverpool uh, shirt on, uh, and uh, that had a text on it with Liverpool easy go or something like that, I believe. Um, what do you think about that? What, what, what did you make of that? Mason. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I can't believe you know uh, the guy's front really. Um, a little bit surprising to to see that posted. That, that you know, I think he was head of head of commercial part, partners. Um, so he was he was a senior senior figure at a football club. And look, if he, he's, he's a Liverpool fan and he's and he's in the Liverpool end with his friends, fair enough. Again, it's not something I, I agree with. But if you're going to do that, you need to keep it on the on the on the down low and, and be in the Liverpool end and. And, and not post anything on so, social media, and, and and as you said, to post with the with a logo saying uh, LFC easy. Um, it was more or less, you know, having a dig, uh, taking a song from us and, and having a dig. And um, yeah, I just again couldn't, couldn't believe the front of him. And I'm glad that he, he's woke up the next morning and, and he's left the football club. But it's not a good look for the board. Um, it's it's another another own goal for us. Okay, and. Um... David, this Bygrove or Bisgrove, as you call him, not sure how how you actually spell that, how you get his name out. Um, if you take into the Sydney uh, thing with the the game against Celtic in Sydney, and now this, 
you think he's do you think he's got his heart in the club? Do you think or do you think he's got control over what what's happening at the club? Uh, well, I, I don't know too much about James Bisgrove, but what I do know of him, I would say that he's. You, you could say that. I mean, I don't know what the guy's like personally, but he has to be. Uh, he seems to be quite competent because I mean, he's certainly uh, in terms of the revenues, he is. You know, did what he said he would do. So I think we're now. I think it's thirty million pounds. So. I mean, you certainly ticked the box there in terms of what. So, in terms of growing, you know, revenues, he has uh, he has performed, you know. But clearly, he's not a Rangers fan, and never will be a Rangers fan. So, but it's that's really up to the management of the club, you know. So this comes straight from Stuart Robertson. So, do we get the best people for the jobs, or do we get Rangers fans? So, I mean, and, and if they overlap, you know, that's uh, all and good. But I, I don't necessarily think that we ought to have 100% Rangers men, you know, working at the club. If they're competent at their job and they're doing, you know, what, what we pay them to do, then then I'm pretty much okay with that. The, the chappy who was uh, in with the Liverpool fans, you know, that was, I don't know whether it was naive or stupidity, but the whatever possessed them, you know, whether it was him or, or one of his friends, who posted, you know, on social media, him in the, the Rangers end was, as Mason says, you know, pretty much having a wee pop at his, that was, that was just daftness. That was daftness. I, I don't know what he was thinking of there. That was uh, thinking maybe, you know, people for me repeatedly make this mistake that thinking, you know, that social media is only 10 people. It's uh, when it's about half, 5 billion and, uh, there's, there's no secrets. It's all out there. So, uh, in terms of James Bisgrove, though, I, I'm I'm not a subscriber. To, obviously, they, they should they, they shouldn't be uh, working against us. Certainly, the working for is they're on a salary, doing the best. James Bisgrove's done that. You have to say, you know, how how well and how much in touch he is with the club. You know, with the Sydney thing and things like that. But that would uh, that's Stuart Robertson's job to to keep him in the straight and narrow in regards to that, those aspects of the club. So, no, I've got uh, no problem with them not being Rangers fans as long as they, they do their job and, and they're professionals. Because that's the same with the players, you know, because uh, how many of them are Rangers fans? They're just hired hands, the same as James Bisgrove. So, well, some of them are. Some some of them were Rangers men. There's, there's, there's not too many of them. But uh, as long as be professional, I've got no problem with that. Yeah, I think that's the way everybody feels the way I feel as well. And, the guys they've, they've sorted out. They've got rid of the guy that that done it, and as you say, pure stupidity. So we'll go whatever he's on to listen to the, about the game today. Um, what I thought about it for for just a, a quick glance was was yeah was nearly uh, nearly sleeping I think and <laughs> until until the the Tillman goal and that's how I, I called it Tillman on wake up because the first half was just horrible to watch. Um, it got a bit better in the second half, but so Dave, will you give on on the overall performance. What what did you think about it? I thought the first first half was uh, quite disappointing. You know, I was expecting a bit more in terms of passion and commitment. Uh, I think we just wanted to get back on a, a football field and and not concede a goal every four minutes. So that that was good. So I, I was disappointed that Fashion Sakala didn't play. I thought fashion uh, did enough on Wednesday night, you know, on a pretty uh, bit of a bloody storm. But I thought fashion did enough to merit a start today. So we had Matondo, uh, who I think contributed two tenths a hee haw. But uh, other than that, you know, we, we got to half time without, you know, He's, and I thought Gio would have made changes at half time, to be honest, but we didn't get anything. So we, we come on, but well done, Malik Tillman. Eventually, uh, he took the bull by the horns and just uh, ran straight through the lot of them. You know, when you went to Christ, where was that for the last uh, 55 minutes? Or it was 52 minutes, I think he scored. So, but it, it was it was refreshing to uh, see Malik uh, damage them because I would have thought Motherwell didn't strike me as the greatest side in the world, but we were making a heavy weather of it. But once we'd made the breakthrough, I thought we uh, we looked quite comfortable. We obviously would have had a wee nervy last 15 minutes with them getting that fluke of a goal. 
but uh, I, I didn't see us in, in any danger. It was I wasn't quite behind the settee, so I was heading that way, but I, I never quite got there. Okay, Mason, what did you? I'll ask you the same question. What did you think of the total overall performance? I've just, I've just, just this from from David David Heard. Just, I, I, he, he nails it absolutely spot on for me. And this is my feelings with with you know the performance today and 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 where we stand with Gio at the moment. And we've won the game today. And I said, you know, started a show and I said uh, last week that the most important thing today was was three points, and and it was, but. That first half performance was was miles off. I said, um, you know, w- watching it, I said that if you if you took the strips away today and, and, and the badges, you wouldn't know which team was was Motherwell and which was Rangers because it was it was that bad. And, and that's the back off of a, you know, obviously a really disappointing night Wednesday. But I, the, you know, if that's the kind of response that we're that we're going to see um, from from that, then I think you know I, I'm I'm really worried um, going forward because it, it, it's not looking good and a better side today. You know, we we, we dump in the game, and uh, yeah, I say want to try and be positive because, as I said, three points is important. But I feel like the inevitability about the manager and these players is is is, is the bigger picture. Um, and I don't see a, a title winning title winning team at the moment. That that's that's you know that's where we are at the minute. Yeah, I don't I, the way we're playing just now as well. I don't the, the title seems so far away. Just hope we can we can stay where we are until the the winter break. And hopefully we get some players in. Uh, I don't know what the board or whether they're going to sit in the cash or, or what, but uh, the, I don't see the, the one positive. And well, we'll start. We'll start down breaking it down, breaking it down. Um, Davy, what do you think of? Uh, well, let's let's take Tillman first. What did you think of Tillman's overall performance? Well, I think he's he's better placed, you know, in central midfield than he is out wide because I think his contribution when he when he's out wide is. Uh, a fraction of, of what it is when he gets into central midfield. I think he's just a better player there. I thought he was kind of okay in the first half. He does give off the impression, though, that it's all kind of lackluster and there's no... Maybe that's just his demeanour. There's, there's no kind of... Maybe it's, it's not quite a frenzy I want to see, but it's a bit more in terms of uh, energy and commitment. Whereas uh, he was... I suppose the kindest thing I could say was no worse than anyone else. But uh, we certainly, I thought we picked things up a bit in the second half. You know, we were a bit more uh, forward thinking, which I mean, can hardly be uh, any worse than the first half. As, as Mason says, you know, you'd be, uh, be hard-pressed to, to identify what team was Rangers other than for, but for the shots. So <clears throat> I thought uh, Tillman, actually, he's a good player. He's technically very good. Uh, I think it's... What we need to do is have some a bit something a bit more settled in terms of it would keep chopping and changing and as Geo struggles to find you know what his best eleven is, so we don't really get a, a run at it to make a proper assessment. We see these guys in bits and bits and starts, which is <clears throat> probably not the best way to judge them, but uh, certainly for the goal. Uh, super, but I thought you know once we'd got the second, we should have been pretty much in control, and, and we looked in control. I thought we were far more likely to score a third than they would score one, but uh, <clears throat> but big uh, McGregor didn't cover himself with the glory with the one we let, and that was uh, completely un- <clears throat> unnecessary. You know that just the I think he just got caught out in terms of moving, thinking it's it's a cross ball, and then it just flies right over his head. <clears throat> so I think. Better in the second half, though. But Tillman, for me, is a cracking player. And I think if, uh, you know, he's obviously very young. So, I mean, if if Gio and his backroom team are any sort of coaching staff, we should have a player in Malik Tillman to, who make a good contribution. Because the <clears throat> the level of ability that he has, he should be, he sh- he's good enough to be a Rangers player. So, you see, a lot of, a lot of people uh, keep saying that Tillman's lazy. No, I know it it does look as if he's lazy, but I wonder if that's just whether he looked because I mean it 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 does a lot actually for the team. If he, he goes back and he defends, um, he, he, I must admit he loses the ball quite a lot and round about the just before the halfway line, he's got to watch that and get that better for in his game. But I mean, I I just think he, he looks a bit lazy, but I don't think he is because he, he's quite fast and he's he's. Obviously, he can jump quite high. So, Mason, what's your what's your opinion on him? 
look, when we when we first sort of signed him, um, you know, we I've seen glimpses. Um, you know, I think the the game at Union at home, I thought we had a really good game. Obviously, scored the important goal, and you just see the confidence sort of flying through him. That the worst thing that Gio had done was sticking him out on the the right wing. I know me, you, and yourself, David T, have pointed that out numerous uh, pods that that we can't understand that. <laughs> Maybe Gio, you know, in, in terms of putting him out there as, as, as sort of hasn't helped the young boy at all. I think he's got to play through the middle or or not at all. Um, but he, he's got, he's, he's big, he's strong. Um, he's really, obviously really good running with a ball. Um, I actually don't think he, he's got a lot of pace today. I was surprised to see him travel with a ball sort of as, as far as he did for the goal. And, you know, I've got to give him credit. It's, it's a really good run from, from our point of view and a really good goal. But the defending was absolutely atrocious. But that, but that was the first point in the game where we actually looked dangerous. And it was the first point where we got, you know, we faced them up. Anyone faced them up and, and looked like we was going to score. So, you know, for the for the youngest sort of boy in our team to, to do that today, apart from Leon King, obviously. But I thought, you know, fair play because the, the senior players in the team didn't do it. It took, took Malik Tillman to, to grab the game by the scruff. And, and in the end, that's that's what, um, you know, got us rolling to, to three points. Yeah, I, th- I think you've got... People forget that he's only... I mean, he's only 21 or 22 himself. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's still really just out of the youth uh, system. So it's really, really difficult to... to it's a big step. And people think it's, a, it's just a small step. Oh, he can move in. And it's just the same with King. I mean, King's made, making the, 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 the step up as well. But you can obviously see that there's some raw, raw moments, even with, with King. He, he, he's, sometimes his positional play isn't great. Certainly against Liverpool, it wasn't brilliant for the goal. Um, I think he probably thought he could cut that out and instead of looking for the man. But... Um, no, I don't. No, let's let's go on to King. I, I thought he had quite a good game. He, he, he didn't make many mistakes. In fact, I can't really name one. So, a good game. Dave, what do you think? Well, his yellow card was certainly a mistake because, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he he got the yellow card, but you could see he was a uh, he wasn't if he was either going to get the ball or he was getting the man, so he would. Uh, at least he did his job in that respect. But you know, it was a it was a stonewall. A yellow card that he got. So, but no, I thought uh, that the boy looks a player again. I mean, and the same as Malik Tillman. I think we kind of underestimate the adjustment that's required to come from the academy of Bayern Munich to play in the SPFL. You know, the hustle and bustle that that brings you. So, the, the football is quite different. So, Malik will not have encountered this before. And we've seen, you know, other players struggle, you know, come up from, even from down south. And get to the SPFL, and 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 it's just a complete frenzy, you know. When you've got, I mean, I don't want to be too disrespectful, but kind of jobbers, you know, launching themselves at you, where he's probably uh, not been used to that that sort of football before. Uh, so it will take time to adjust. Us, but I think, and, and Malik Tillman, he's, he's a lovely touch. The boy is uh, quite strong, so I, I would hope he's got a, a big contribution to make. You know, but we would have to. I would have to judge him certainly over a number of games. You know, and then when with him dipping in and out, it's hard to find out exactly uh, where we are with him and, and with some of our other players mm. as, as well. We, it's hard to judge them in, in bits and pieces, whereas to, where they are. But certainly in terms of level of technical ability, but in terms of King, King, I think will. Uh, We'll have, I mean, because I, I know that there's already been the rumours about clubs, you know, kind of keep he's already on the radar for because uh, that this boy has got bags and bags of potential. Yeah, uh, I, I quite like the look of him. So, and I think he's he's got the perfect partner in Ben Davis because you could see that Ben Davis was uh, was playing daddy today in terms of keeping him uh, on the straight and narrow. So, and and with more experience. He will be a, a top player, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I've there's been teams after uh, King for since. I mean, I've I've known about King since he was ten year old, because I, I was in a, a moderator on a, a, another website and uh, we we heard bits of information. So I knew about King when he was ten year old, and there's been clubs after him all, all in all these years, virtually. So and when he was obviously when he was sixteen. They, they they tried to pull him away from uh, from Rangers, but it's, 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 they gave him a two year contract. So Mason, what did you did you think? I'll, I'll give give you a wee bit more of the 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 link between Davies and 
and King, what did what did you think there? Just just on just on King, I thought I thought he had a, a decent enough game. I thought there was times where he was a little bit slow on the ball and uh, maybe you know decision making. But again, he's he's a young kid and um, you know he's not he, <clears throat> he's not gonna you know get everything right. But I, I thought he was he was steady enough. Um, you know he, he's someone that I'm glad he's getting game time. But you know I'm obviously very very disappointed that that Goldson and, and Suter are injured because. I think I think they'd they'd suit, suit us a, a lot more, but it's gonna it's gonna be a case that we've got to be patient now with King. It's clear that that's gonna be the partnership till till the you know the the World Cup, um, and just hope he keep performing and, and keep playing at a level. I just you know I was a bit worried about Thursday night in terms of King and uh, sorry Wednesday night um, and what it would do for his confidence, but he looked fine. Um, but I think you know coming onto what you just said there, Ben Davis made a, a big big impact. I thought he, he he was really good today, and he was one player. Um, that, that impressed me um, from from the twenty two players on the pitch. I thought he was our man of the match, and uh, yeah, just just absolutely gutted that Goldson is injured because I think them two would would have built a really strong partnership. And something that we did see Wednesday night in the first half was was that partnership. I think he's he's a, he's a really, he looks like a really good football player. Uh, ben Davis, great left foot. Um, you know, we've got them long passes that Goldson likes to make from from the right hand side, but Davis was was making them from the left. And you know, it, it, what noticed me today he was leading the, the back line. Uh, talking the whole way through it, and uh, you know, now I just hope we keep Davis fit because that's going to be key um, for us going into going into you know to, for the next five or six games. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you say, and uh, Davis he's really, really uh, made a made a big difference. I think in the defence, I really think going forward as well, he's he's far he's really good at going forward. He passes a long ball, 70, 70 yards which don't always come, but it gets you 70 yards up the park where you can fight for the ball in the other half instead of an hour half. So I really think he's good that way. It's obviously been good in the tackle. Um, so, no, I really think, as you say, if Goldson had uh, had had stayed, it would have, they would have formed a good partnership. And I think it would have been a, a possible league-winning partnership. But uh, unfortunately, that's been taken away and we'll need to... Do we, do, we, do we bring anybody in? Do you think Mason in, in the winter spot? Is that another I, centre half? I would have liked. To, I would have liked to have seen us do it um, again. I know it's not a popular opinion. I was saying about Gary Cahill after the game on on Wednesday night. Um, you know he can't play in the Champions anyway, and obviously he hasn't played a lot of football. But um, I, I don't want to see. There was something that I took from from Gio's presser on uh, yesterday was that he said that James we've got James Sands and John Lundstrom that that can play in there. Completely disagree with that. I don't see James Sands as a, as a centre half. Uh, I think that that's been tried and tested, especially in the back two. Um, he, he's been found out, and, and John Lundstrom, you, you're taking away a midfielder, and we haven't got many good ones, um, and putting him in in the back four. So yeah, I, I would. Uh, yeah, the, the player that, that's what I looked to the free agents was, was Gary Cahill. Um, I think you know someone that you know we've conceded from a, another set set piece today. I know it's gone straight in, but. You know, every time Motherwell did get a set piece today, and and that's the only thing with King and Davis is you know balls in the air. I do worry um, where you know maybe Cahill would come out and help. But again, I, I know there's many supporters that that, that couldn't see see the sense in that with, with so many injured. But yeah, Cahill it being already if, if if I was in charge. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of people that think the opposite behaviour. I've been reading quite a lot about that in the in the websites. Um, no, let's go, let's go. What did you think of our, of our captain, Dave? What did you did he? Yeah, people have been thinking that talking about him have carrying an injury. Did you see any improvement or anything? How do you think he played? Tav seems to be uh, playing with like his shoe bootlaces are tied together. There's just not there's not the usual zip. There's not the energy Tavernier bursting forward. The numbers of times he was giving the ball away. You know, it's just his touch was is just out. The guy just doesn't look right for me. I, I don't know what the problem is. I wish Rangers would just let us know. I think it's it's. I mean, maybe Tav's insistent that he plays, but I don't think he's not doing us any favors by by playing. You know, when when he's not one hundred percent, I think he just has to hold his hand, hands up. You know, and if and if Gio's in in it, that you know, it's okay to play Tavernier. But eighty-five percent, then I would say that is exactly the wrong call. We should not be playing players who are not fit. It's as simple as that. So, if if he is a hundred percent fit, then he's just out of form. 
and it's touch at the moment. I mean, we saw it on Wednesday night. We saw, I saw it today, two or three times when uh, they were in and us in the second half. And Tava, I think he did it. He did it one time. There was within ten seconds he gave the ball away twice, uh, and and it was the free kick which they scored from. You know, was was uh, was Tav uh, giving away the free kick and. No, there's something wrong. We need to just. I would love to know what it is. I think, uh, and if 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 Gio is, so maybe someone should ask him at the press conference. Is is he 100 fit? Just ask the question, because if he is, then he's out of form. And in which case, we should just uh, find someone to uh, replace him while he, while he get, gets on the training ground and finds some form, because he's not the James Tavernier that we've we've had, you know, for. Uh, the last few seasons, something is wrong. Something has changed, whatever that may be. Maybe it's confidence. I, I don't know, but it would certainly be worth, worth a discussion. Yeah, Jazz, he certainly, as you say, not the, not the player that he was. He, he did get into the, the try and get up uh, into a sort of centre forward position a few times yesterday, but um, no, he's just not the player he, he, he sort of been the last few seasons. And yeah, although he's scoring goals. The most of penalties he's getting uh, the last wee while. So I'll go go to the other side now, Mason. For you, uh, well, but pass it back. What do you think of him, Barisic? Uh, honestly, I, I can't believe he's still playing. I still, I, you know, we know with Borna we're going to get this period now where his confidence is shot and he's going to struggle for a performance. And I think that was clear, sort of the last half hour on Wednesday that that that, that was that was coming. Um, you know, he, he didn't. I think he put in one decent ball today for for Cholak, But how many times is he going to pass forward back? You know, it's, it's a nightmare. But but in terms of, of him passing forward, there wasn't a lot of movement in that first half. You know, Cholak, um didn't get a lot of service, but when he did get it, sort of give it away, and and there wasn't a lot to hit. But sometimes he's just so slow, Barisic, in making a decision. I still can't believe that Yilmaz isn't in. You know, we're talking about, there was a comment earlier, I think, from Teddy Bear saying that, you know, we've spent five million on a left-back and he, he's still nowhere to be seen. And um, if we can't play him against a, a Motherwell team that's struggling for wins, then 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 I am starting to get a little bit worried about that signing. And you're hearing rumours that he's not settling. And, you know, he's linked with Galatasaray in the January window and he's only been here for a couple of months. So, you know, this, again, um, we come back to it time and time again with recruitment and, um, why is Yilmaz? Why are we not seeing him yet? Because Borna is going to that dip's happening now. We, we know what's coming with Borna, and uh, he needs to get Yilmaz into that team. Because I'm, as you said, I'm sick of the, the amount of times he goes backwards. David, well, what, what, is, is, is it Dutch stubbornness from from Gio that, that he's not playing uh, Red Fan? Uh, what, what do you think? What, what, I mean, why when he's come on, he's, he's actually looked very good. Um, it looks for me. It looks far more and dares to play a forward pass. Um, and if you look at Barisic, he makes a move as if he's going to pass it forward. Then the second move that he was going to pass it forward, and then he turns around and passes it back. And it's not just once or twice. It's every game, a hell of a lot. Is it? Is it stubbornness from Gio that he's playing him still? Uh, I think he's just playing the way Gio wants him to play. Because if Gio was unhappy the way Borna's playing, then he would remove him from the pitch. So I don't think Borna's doing anything that's, uh, that Van Bronckhurst is uncomfortable with. I think we're going to find out on Wednesday. I mean, I would be uh, astonished if we don't see uh, Ridvan Yilmaz on, on, at left-back for 90 minutes on Wednesday. He's, he will be in there. So we're going to have we'll be able to make a more meaningful comparison after Wednesday, and we'll see how he plays for the 90 minutes. Obviously, it's Dundee in the League Cup, but, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get some idea. But for for Borna, Borna's doing what he's ma- what the manager tells him to do. And if the manager was unhappy with Borna, then uh, I'm sure the change would have already been made. But so David, Van Bronckhorst was one of the best attacking fullbacks there was. Why, why is he then accepting? I mean, I, I can understand if, if Barisic gets up, uh, he, he passes, he crosses a lovely ball. We, we can't take that away from him. But if, when, when, when every game, the amount of minutes that's lost with him passing the ball back, the ball going to side to side, I can't believe that Gio wants that kind of football. I know, I know he wants it to, to keep possession, 
but surely, surely, he must have kept some of his attacking beliefs. Well, if Gio was unhappy, he's got a five million replacement sitting just yards from him if he wanted to do something about it, which which he uh, just hasn't uh, utilised. So, if Gio was unhappy, then he would he would have done something about it. So, I I, I can't really blame Borna in that respect. I mean, he gets he gets some crosses and he did today, you know. But his default position is back. But he's he's not alone in that team, you know, where that's the case. Because I saw Ryan Jack do that, you know, repeatedly, you know. Uh, even in you know league matches, but also but particularly in the Champions League, the game at Anfield, where uh, Ryan Jack when he gets the ball tw- does the wee twirly thing in midfield and then looks to pass it back. There's no uh, incentive initiative to get forward. You know, like uh, Malik Tillman showed us today, is exactly what you can do from midfield. You know, when you put your mind to it. But uh, so that that's coming from coming from the coach. I'm afraid for me. I mean, the players. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I think I'll just follow in the script. They're following the script because, uh, they, I, you know, football players, they, they, the, the instinct, I think, is, but it's, it's the setup, it's the coach, we're in a system. This is what I want you to do. They go out and do it. And if, if Giovanni van Bronckhorst was unhappy with the way Borna Barisic rolls the ball back, then uh, he's got the, he can do something about it quite quickly. Borna, get off and put the, the young Turkish boy on. So he hasn't done that so far. Yeah, but somebody said, you know, put, put up there that um, he, he kept Sakawa and, and brought on right and... Yeah, that was too. I mean, even his substitutions, they were what, about 65 minutes or something like that, I think. And then he brought Morelos on it as well, near the 80 minutes, I think. And yeah, his, his substitutions are, have just become a laugh, really, as well, because uh, I, they either don't get time to play. I mean, the, the fact that he kept Matondo on the park, so well, we can go on to him, uh, was, was, I mean, the first half. As I say, it was just I was struggling to stay stay awake. Um, would you? Would you? I'll I'll go on. To, I'll get the midfield off first, and uh, go. I'll go on to Lundstrom because people uh, people have been asking about me and what I thought about Liverpool, and I just thought the same and the same as I thought on Saturday. As soon as Lundstrom's under pressure, he's in trouble. He's a he's a great player when he's got plenty of room. He can spray the ball about from side to side. He loves that. And, but as soon as there's a player under pressure, then he's in trouble and he, he gets caught. He's far too slow and he gets caught out time and time again. And that, that's what I thought against Liverpool. And it was a bit yesterday as well. He, get, he wasn't in a game that great because uh, Motherwell put a player on him as well. Um, he got the goal well. He didn't get the goal. He played it off of somebody's foot to get it. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Um, he got he got this got the second goal, and uh, that was it's good that we scored from a corner again. So the rest of the midfield, uh, Mason, Arfield, uh, and well, Tillman we've already dealt with. What do you think of Arfield? Should he should he be a starter, or is he better at coming off the bench? Well, look, it was a, sort of a big ask for, for Arfield to go. You know, playing there again today after playing, you know, nearly nearly 90 minutes of chasing uh, Liverpool back at the weekend and at his age he's not someone that can be in there week in week, week out so I will cut a little bit of slack for Arfield I didn't think he was in the game at all to be honest um, you know I thought I thought 
can't really recall him doing any sort of you know phase of play or anything like that. Uh, but on Lundstrom, yeah, I, I, I do agree to a certain extent. I think he's been poor this season from 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 some of the performance he put in sort of last season. I put him in the same category as as Tavernier. I think that that they've set a standard and they haven't met that standard yet. Um, Please for him to get the goal. I, I nearly fell off my chair that we scored from a corner because it's been. I think the last time we scored from a corner was Balogun against um, uh, the... I can't remember the name. Uh, Red Star. Red Star, that's it, yeah. Cheers, David, yeah. Um, so, so it was about time we scored from a corner. But, yeah, no, the midfield, we, we said we said it on Wednesday, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been an issue for us. Um, again, we haven't got too many options. I'm hoping Lowry can sort of come in and, and have a little, you know, performance here and there because... Uh, the, the you know the creativity week in week out we've still got you know relying on Steve Davis to come on and see games out for us that's that's just where we are um, in the midfield uh, but more more Davy on the wingers I've seen a lot of comments about the wingers um, I thought Matondo was absolutely useless today I was I couldn't be, I couldn't believe that Sakala wasn't starting actually I thought he he, he didn't have the worst game um, um, on on Wednesday night I thought he had a good game last Saturday as well. And unless he's got a knock, why is he why is he not on the, not on the team? And and again, you know, someone's mentioned it there for Scott Wright to come on ahead of him. I, I couldn't get my head around that one. I think we've actually brought in what I've seen in Matondo so so far. We've brought in a player that isn't as good as as Scott Wright or uh, Fashion Sakala. So that that for me screaming, you know, another another bad player. Yeah, and that's down to that's down to Ross Wilson, of course. Um... Yeah, the, the, the Sakawa, he was he was stuck out. He, he, I mean, he, last week he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Wednesday, as you say, he wasn't the worst player. I, I just think that that Van Bronckhurst has got players that he likes or doesn't like. This, that's the way it sort of looks to me. And the yeah, the substitutions bringing on Steve Davis for uh, yeah. I mean, I was even I was really angry. Uh, Ian Ferguson was doing the the, the co commentary for Rangers TV. And right after the goal, he says, and now we need to make sure that we, we, we shut up shop at the back. And I'm thinking, 1-0 against Motherwell. And we've got to make just make sure we shut shop at the back. I says, what, what kind of thinking is that? You want to go out and, and, and hit, get two, three, four, five? I mean, when, when, do, we hear, do we see Celtic st- stop and shop at, 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 at 1-0? I, I just don't understand that. I don't know. Even as, as a player even thinking that, I don't understand. But anyway, um, move on, Dave. Midfield. I know you're a Lundstrom fan. Would you? Would what's your uh, verdict on the midfield yesterday? Well, I, I take your point. You know that when under pressure, you know that that's when it errors are forced. But in terms of our midfield, and I would say our midfield was probably the weakest area of our team today, because I think John Lundstrom is in good company when he's among players who, when put under pressure, just uh, will, will yield can possession of the ball. And what and Scott Arfield today, I, I just the number of times he gives gives it away. And when we do the the, the, the throw down the line, and then the the Rangers and, and Scott Arfield in particular just heads the ball up in the air, you know, two or three yards further down the line. You know, I just I don't get that at all. I just don't get that's just you're conceding possession. All he's doing is is for the for the sake of it is knocking the ball three yards further down the line. I say you know. There's no attempt to get it to his feet. So the, the people who are taking the throw, and if, and if that's coming from the training ground, you know, just throw it down the line to Scott's head so he can knock it on three yards. And then when and on one occasion when when Scott did knock it on, when and then when Tondo competes for the ball, and then Mother will walk away with possession of the ball. And I was like, ah, this is absolutely insane. I'm looking at the number of times it happened when we were, we will just concede possession far too easily, get the ball on the deck get some confident players in that in our, our midfield at the moment. And and Malik Tillman showed us the way, you know, when, when eventually gets the ball halfway line, bursts through them. Whereas uh, our ability to do that, you know, I would say overall this season, but today was was probably non-existent. Lundstrom didn't achieve it. Uh, Scott Arfield didn't achieve it. And Malik Tillman achieved it <clears throat> one time. Other, I think in other occasions when he was flipping around the box, Malik Tim in the first half even had a couple of shots on goal. You know, you could you could say that uh, he, perhaps he just should have done better with the one which was kind of soft and he kind of scuffed it. But 
well, at least, you know, he was getting shots away. Whereas, uh, I mean, John Lundstrom scored the second with an assist and, and should have scored a third because the, the one that he ballooned over the bar, he should have scored. Mm-hmm. So uh, a bit of composure maybe required from our midfield. I think Gio has to look at the midfield in terms of who he wants to play. Steve Davis, for me, is 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 be- a better option in terms of retaining possession. He's just a more calming presence in the midfield. Obviously, his age is now working against him, but we shouldn't be relying on Steve Davis. We should have signed players who would uh, who who'd carry more of a threat <clears throat> in terms of, you know, we're, we're not making any progress here. It's a rake's progress we're making in terms of goal-scoring threats from midfield. Uh, we, obviously, Malik uh, pulled one out the bag today, but overall this season, you would have to say, we could do better. We have to do better. And Scott Arfield, three games in a week, I think it's just beyond them. So I think it was just uh, going to the well once too often. You know, after last Saturday, Wednesday, and then putting Scott back in today, you know, no. We must have I would have McCann on before uh, Scott Arfield. Yeah, I could. I just couldn't believe the substitutes when, when, when I saw Davis and Wright standing. I thought, God, what's, what's this? I mean, you just knew it was to to sew up the to to try and keep the score at the well. I think it was two 0 still when when that happened, was it? And uh, the yeah, I, I just can't believe that. But I mean, uh, I, I was thinking this is a perfect chance to bring on Morelos and Cholak together because we've we've wrote Motherwell down. We've got the two goal lead. Get them on together. Take um, Kent off put Morelos a bit in the left-hand side, or take Tillman off, put Morelos into Tillman's uh, role, and I think that would have been a great opportunity to do that. But no, Cholik off, and uh, Morelos on. What do you think, Jason? Uh, sorry, what do, what do you think? Would you, would you agree with these substitutions? No, no I, did, I did like the substitutions, but but we haven't even come on to, to Ryan Kent yet. And, and yeah, I know. Well, I'll get on to Kent. Is that coming? <laughs> In, ter- in terms of the substitutions, this is what Gio does, though, isn't it? Once we get two goals up, we're not we're not ruthless. This is why the goal difference is is so big, and it will be big, you know, at the end of the season, regardless whether we hopefully get more points. We, we won't outscore, uh, so we, that, that that's going to happen because we go two up, and, and Gio makes the defensive substitutions in the case of just managing the game. And and to be honest, you know, I'm sitting there ten minutes to go, absolutely shitting myself that they're going to score an equaliser when at two 0 we were cruising. Um, and, and that's just Gio's tactics for you. It's just it's so negative. And yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd like to see him both both up top. Um, you know, Gio has sort of changed his mind on that. I found it interesting. Sort of two weeks ago, he said it's not happening. We don't play that way. And then a week later, he said, Oh yeah, yeah, they can play play together. So that that was that was worrying. But yeah, I, listen, I, I thought Cholak was done. I thought he was he was out on his feet after about 55 minutes. He, he chased, done a lot of running midweek. I think Morelos should have come on way earlier but before he did and why why are we bringing on Davis and, and Scott Wright before we bring on as Davy P says many a times you know on form our best player uh, Morelos is that you know he, he's someone that you know we've got to get them both in the team and, and I just I just the way it's going I just can't see see Joe doing it well let's face it he's not going to do much in nine minutes or ten minutes that he got he, he got on for is he I mean the, the only thing you're going to get with that is is Alfie losing uh, his, his love for Rangers. I mean, that's that, that's going to happen eventually because if you only get ten minutes every week, then uh, although I, I must admit, when the Tillman scored, he was one of the first players to 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 get around him. And uh, yeah, we we know we know what Morales is like. We know he needs game time before you know he's not someone that can get ten minutes, five minutes here and there. He needs games and he gets better with games. So I agree, the ten minutes here and there at the minute is not working, and, and that's another issue we've got. And you know, said you're going to come on to Kent, but we've still got him and Morelos' contract situation, which I just don't think is helping helping everyone at the minute as well. No, well, like so I, I saw one of the the comments there that that he already had another club. I don't know whether that's uh, knowledge or whether that's just a guess, but um, it certainly looks like he's not going to sign another contract, Kit Ryan Kent, uh, and he's going to be moving on. Mason, I'll put it back to you since you uh, you've obviously got something in your your mind that you want to get off or on your off your chest. It's in your mind, you get it off your chest. So I here's just, your chance. 
I just can't believe he was he was starting today. I've, I've, I've picked out Matondo and, and said, you know, I can't believe he was starting over Sakala. But Ryan Kent should have been nowhere near uh, the team sheet today with his performance midweek and his performances of, of late. He, he looks he looks a mile off it. He, he gives the ball away countless times again today. Um, you know, it's just I, I don't know if he's he's leaving and he signed a, a got a new club in January, but it ain't going to be a Premier League club because on form he is nowhere near. That, that level um, and, and the way he's going I can see him ending up in the championship and not really hearing him his career is dip diving very quickly and if he thinks he's going to go and, and get better than us um, I think he's in for a little bit of a shock uh, in the long run because you know he's got a, he, he's been awful he's been awful he's he, I, I, again Gio just blind faith with, with Ryan Kent and um, I think if he's not going to sign a new contract and Gio will know that Gio will know whether Ryan Kent's going to be a long term or not and it looks clear that he's not so let's build a team without him for the for, for the long run. I don't think it looks good for the boys that that are going to be here longer. And Brian Kent's got the shirt week in week out when his performances have been absolutely miles off what's required. Davey, apart from the money side of it, will you have tears when Ryan Kent walks out the door? Uh, no. <laughs> Did you have to think about that one? <laughs> well, I was, I'm, I was just had had to roll back, you know, his contribution over the piece in terms of, you know, because there there are times, there were times when when he was just unplayable, you know, he was uh, the more that other mob across the city were terrified of him, absolutely terrified. They just uh, tremble at the thought of of him rolling in the door, but uh, that's no longer the case, and it hasn't been for a wee while. You know, and, and his contribution in terms of goals and assists last season, you know, were just a fraction of what we got from the 55 season. So it seems to be a slide down, downhill from Ryan Kent. And uh, there hasn't been any way of, of kind of arresting that reversal in, in, in Ryan Kent's fortune. So if uh, if this is the, the new Ryan Kent, then uh, I, I'll not be sorry to see the back of him. He can, uh, he can go and, and we can... Hopefully, I mean, even if we don't get a, a, a fee for him, for him, I mean, we would have to. If he's signed to the summer, I would take any money whatsoever to get uh, to get him out the door in January, and uh, use his salary to try and find someone else who will uh, make more of a contribution. Because in terms of goals and assists at the moment, uh, not not good enough. Just not good enough. And uh, you know, that uh, fashion Sakala, I think, must be looking for another club because. You know, from his uh, his contribution in the last couple of games, he should have merited a, a, at least some sort of involvement today. Didn't even get on the pitch. I think that must tell fashion that uh, just Gio doesn't just fa- he just doesn't fancy him. So, if I I wouldn't be surprised to see fashion Sakala go as well, and that would we'll end up with uh, Wright and Matondo as our options, which will be uh, <laughs> yeah. which is a bit frightening to be honest. So we a recruitment. As, as we've said before, you know, isn't inspiring. You know, and we, we, we we're making clutching at straws here that maybe they're out of form, maybe there's just a settling in period. But uh, in terms of overall ability and, and and what they've brought to the team, you know, from last season, we're going backwards. It's, uh, it's all slightly depressing. And in terms of, you know, if you were to put the farm on this team winning the league, would you do it or not? Uh, I think I think you know the answer. Mm. See, I, I, I was see, see, see if, if if we were playing Napoli on Wednesday, then I, I I could say okay, I can understand why we're resting Sakala. I, I I could understand that. I could understand why we're resting Morelos, even keeping them. But we're playing Dundee. It's probably going to they're probably going to the young McCann's probably going to get a game. Why why he wasn't involved this week? I haven't a clue. But, um, I mean, he got one game, he done okay, he wasn't brilliant, he made a few mistakes, but then he's just disappeared from that. I think there's a few weeks he's not even been, been on the bench, he's just been in, back to the B team or, or whatever. And, yeah, I just, I don't I don't get Geo's, I don't think there's a plan there, it doesn't look like a plan, it just looks like he does things. It, it putting, is it putting out fires, you call it? That, it? I think he hears from a, a rumble from the supporters or something like that. And then he, then he, he, he's, he thinks, oh, I need to do this or I need to do that, and it just doesn't doesn't seem to, to. Well, Dave, I think that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is, is in a bit of a bind here for me, because he obviously had quite a bit of credit in the bank 
you know, after the trip to Seville. I think, you know, when we've gone to uh, Parkhead uh, and, and get turned over 4-0, and, you know, we've no- Ajax, Napoli, now Liverpool. I mean, the game in February must have taken a, took a wee bit out of uh, Gio's credit in the bank, but I think he managed to recover that, you know, with the cup win, Seville. So here we are, go back to this season. So I don't think there's there's too many more three or four nil defeats left for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, and he will know that as well as we do. So I think Gio has gone very safe option time, which is uh, which will end up getting him put out the door anyway. So my pre-match today and during the match and his ant- and and his behaviour after the match, I don't think Gio is in a very confident place to be honest. I think he knows that the perhaps the vultures are circling here, that he has got very few slip-ups left. I think we're only probably... Could you imagine the the, the, the different tone we would be having had a, a Motherwell popped in an equaliser today? It would have been That would have been Armageddon. So Gio's probably a, not so much staring down the barrel, but I think there's he knows that he doesn't have, in terms of... A, disastrous results and, and I would say you know maybe a two each draw at Fir Park would that be catastrophe you know it wouldn't be a grade one it would be you know a damaging result but it wouldn't be grade one catastrophe one more of the great I mean if we go to Napoli and get absolutely horsed and then and Ibrox and, and if he does the clean sweep in the Champions League I think it's it's a uh, it's good night Vienna so even despite the league uh, champion league results because you know we're playing Motherwell, we're going to be playing Dundee on Wednesday. You look at the fixtures we've got up to the World Cup break, all are doable, you know, so but I, I that may not be the the test of, of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst anymore. I think he's a uh, it's circling the drain. I think we're going to go through all the cliches here, aren't we? So I think Rangers board have got big decisions to make. You know they've got to. Uh, I'm I'm sure they'll be sitting down and having some sort of assessment. What have the playing staff? You know, in, have they got better? Has their squad better or worse? Well, John Bennett can I gave the game away, but uh, I think you know he, he can't tell us. You know that this is the best squad, while the results are what they are. You know that's just daft. So it's it's a results driven business. There's another cliche. We're going to tick tick them all off. Yeah. So I think. Uh, Geo for me is uh, no long for this world. I think would be the kindest way to put it. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I could be wrong here. I'm Christ. I've been wrong a million times before. So, but my own thoughts are this ain't going to fly. So sorry, me. Just, just on that. I think I think you're absolutely spot on, David P. And I think that eighty percent of the supporters sound exactly the same thing. I think it is that is the feeling. Um, everything you've just said there, I think that it's got a little bit of an inevitability uh, about it uh, with, with Gio, and, and I think we've seen this seen this movie before. And I, I think actually looking at Gio's press conference on Wednesday night, that doesn't inspire me at all. He looked like a man that was really struggling. Um, and, and 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 again, you know, we, we the manager's always going to carry the can, but I think Curry's just just put it in the chat there, Ross Wilson. Um, needs to go before him. Whatever happens to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Ross Wilson needs to go before him. I absolutely agree with that. Well, I'd say as well. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's... Mason, do you think do you think he's... Well, certainly Dave mentioned made the team better. I don't think the team's better. When, when 155 was probably the best team we've had in the, the last few years. But Jude, I, I feel I feel there's a fear in the team. It, the, the balls look a hot potato to them. Do you do you think that as well? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think all the good work that, that was done in that 55 season from from Gerard um, was was not. We didn't add on that, and Gerard said that that was why Gerard left. We, he didn't get back that summer. Um, you know, he, he had the ump with the ball and, and not signing a couple of players, and we spoke about that a number of times. He left. You know, Gio done excellently well to get us to, to Seville, and again, you know, that can't be underestimated. That was that was that was incredible. But at the end of the day, football, you know, changes ten weeks, twelve weeks in football is a very long time, and we haven't improved since then. Um, so 
you know, I don't, I, I agree that, 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 that all that confidence, and, and I said it last week in terms of when we played in Europe under Gerard, that the players had the belief. It was, we, 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 they were good on the ball, they made the right decisions, but we looked dangerous um, in every single one of these Champions League games. And I know it's a level up, but we, we haven't looked like scoring, to be honest. We've been, we just, we've just been a case of turning up and it, oh, we've done well to get here. It's that kind of attitude. And, um, and I, I think that comes from the manager. I really do. I really do. I think that 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 positivity and that belief and and he just even when you listen to him in his press conferences and, and I didn't even listen to his pre-match today to be honest because I, I just didn't want to and I've just seen a comment there saying that he said that we controlled the game we were, we were, we were good. Come on, Gio, like you're talking absolute absolute nonsense. Um, just how it is. And again, I'll go back to Gerard. Gerard did. If we were shit, Gerard said we were shit, and and Gio was the absolute opposite. And. And I think that negativity into the team and the players and the way they're playing, it definitely comes from from the manager. I mean, let's face it, in the 55 period, the, the, the team was virtually Gerard's team. It was him that sort of uh, built it. So the basis was was Gerard's. Um, so, I, I mean, if you ask me, it looks like from that time, oh, I mean, you can talk about the, 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 the European uh, final. If, if, I mean, that was mostly Gerard's team as well. So it, it just looks to me that since uh, Van Bronckhorst come in, the teams just get worse and worse and worse and worse. And as I say, the balls look a hot potato. They don't. They, they hardly dare to, uh, to 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 move out of position. They hardly. I mean, we, we talk about this horseshoe all the time. The the, the players stick. You know, look at like Kent stick six out in the wing. Doesn't move. He, he doesn't move inside hardly. The only time he moves inside is if he's got the ball. Then he tries to cut inside. And he scored once with one of these curlers into the corner. And I think he's tried it about 30 times since. And, and the balls went everywhere except in the goal. But um, no, it's it's uh, it's no, not not good. Not good for Gio. And it's a shame because he was one of the best players that probably probably one of the best left-backs. We all have seen at Ibrox. Uh, so... Yes. Just, just, just on that, just on that, David. Though, just the the, the first point with, with with Gio is, we we if, listen. If he's, you know, I feel like at the moment we're in that we're in that point where it's a game to game basis. And, and David P just pointed it out there. If Motherwell score an equaliser, I I I, I think that well, every supporter is calling for Gio to to go tonight. That's where we're at, and you know that that's that's a dangerous. We're in a dangerous position here. Um, you know, with the injuries we've got and, and, and everything else, I feel like we are just the case. And I think the board will be thinking this deep down as well. Just get to the World Cup, you know, within touching distance, or hopefully, you know, we're top and 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 the other side of the city have, have a couple of bad results. That's where we're at in a minute, and, and that's that's really worrying for me um, because you know, long term, long term under Geo is is absolutely, you know, I just don't see it. And the second point is, if Gio does go, I hope David TV, you just sound about it, being the next player and, and you know, in being uh, someone that, that we, at the time when Gerard left, we it was someone that we all could 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 look at. He won things in Holland and, and it, you know, he knew Rangers. We need to come away from that. You know, that, that's something that I think even the ball were very quick at going to get Gio because the support wanted him because Gerard was leaving. So that, that that's another thing that I hope that that we, that we come away from that as well. No, well, I, I agree with that. I was I was uh, talking to somebody in, in the weekend. They they said that oh, it's, we've got to get in a Rangers man. I said, well, we had McCoy, then we had John Gregg. They they didn't set the the show on fire when uh, when they were in ma- as manager. But um, no, it's uh, it's we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, but I, from uh, Giovanni van van Bronckhorst's demeanour the last few games, you know, he was he was obviously shell shocked after Wednesday, but. Just today, it just struck me that this guy is uh, doesn't believe it himself. You know, he's just watched. He's got the chance of a squad who have just gone from relentless to gutless in eighteen months, and I think they believe it, and I think he believes it, and and it's it's quite difficult to shake that off. And I just it doesn't strike me as the guy who looks confident that you know this is we he can turn this round. And that he has got the players to do that, he will make those players do that. I just don't. He just doesn't give me the impression of of someone who's confident in his own ability. Uh, and that, for me, is uh, the the writing's on the wall for him. So it's just a matter of time until the right result turns up, and the the, the whole thing will come in and geo. 
and it's going to be horrible. So I would hope the board will be proactive, will be you know anticipating you know what's what's round the corner here because as Mason said, we've seen this movie before. It's it's quite difficult to, to to turn this round. You know, once people are of the view of you that you're a shite bag, then uh, it's 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 difficult to turn that back round. And it's it's results, and it will be the results which will be, will remove Giovanni Van Bronckhorst from that job. And well, I, I, David, I was ready. I was watching the, the Dutch television during the week and there was a sports commentator on and he said, he was talking about Rangers, obviously it was over the Champions League uh, with Ajax being the same group and he was talking about Rangers and from Bronckhurst and he said, oh, the, 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 the same thing that happened at Feyenoord's happening to Rangers now and I thought, oh, okay, that's uh, that's a way and if you look at talk to Feyenoord supporters, they, they say the exact same thing. He did one good season here, and uh, the rest was 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 just not very good. So we're heading towards the, the fifty eight minutes. Uh, we're not heading towards it. We've hit fifty eight minutes. A, a wee bit quick one. Dundee Wednesday. Uh, what do we expect? Uh, a reserve team. Uh, all the who's who's getting a game, who's not getting a game. Well, uh, I've, I've actually jotted a wee team down for you. So we've got McCrory in goals. We've got a back four of Design, Divine, sorry, King, Davis, and Yilmaz. We're going with a midfield of Lundstrom, McCann, and Sands. And the best bit to the last is that we're going Sakala, Cholak, and Morelos up front. 4 3 3. What's not to like? David, you should get the job. I'll put your name forward. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, with the good news, I'm cheap. <laughs> Can we can we not put Sands in instead of Lundstrom? <laughs> Sands is 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 an Ann Lundstrom. Oh, we've got okay. uh, okay. Charlie McCann. We would I would have had Lowry in there had he been fit. Yeah, unfortunately, so, unfortunately he was cropped. So anyway. I'm hoping that he's going to ring the changes. It depends how much guts he's got. You know, we're going to find out. You know how brave he is. Because obviously, if, if Rangers were to lose to Dundee, you know he'll he'll be knowing that the next bad result may be my last result. So he may not have the guts to do it, and uh, I think he, he might go with the tried and tested with a couple of changes, and and then try and do some subs later on when uh, or maybe two or three up. Just depends how brave he is. That's all. That's what I'm looking forward to. But I'm hoping that you know two or three nil on Wednesday should see us uh, see us through. Okay. It'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll, we'll see where Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is. We'll see how brave he is with the number of changes that he makes to this team on Wednesday. This is going to be a wee measure of him. Okay, Dave, we'll round off. And what, what, what is your, give me a definite prediction. What's your prediction score? I'll go 3 0. 3 0. With Cholak and, and Morelos to share them. And the, same, exactly. and the same team? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're on the same team, yeah. You know that won't happen. You know that won't happen. Mason. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mason, move on to you. What what do you think? Yeah, I do you know what I actually like the, the side that, that David P just said there. I probably would rest Lundstrom though, because I think he, he, he needs it. Um but who you put in, yeah, we haven't got again, we haven't got too many options. But expect to see Sakala, uh Morelos, McCann, definitely. Uh would like to see Sam's in uh, Sands in midfield, but the problem we've got is we don't have many many centre-halves, and I think that, that as we said earlier, Ben Davis needs to be wrapped in a cotton wool and I wouldn't be playing him um, midweek. Um, and Sakala, yeah, Sakala and Meryl are the two that I, I want to see him, but I think David P makes a really good point in terms of how brave is, is Gio going to be, and I think that I, I don't think he'll make too many changes because of the, the reasons that we that we spoke about. He, he's under big, big pressure. Okay, I've... I haven't written a team down, but I'll, I'll tell you, I don't think you'll get your keeper right because I think it'll be McLaughlin. I think he McLaughlin will play in goals. I don't think um, Devine will get a game. Uh, I'd be surprised if he gets put in the team. So I think it'll be the Tav back again. I do think I don't think they'll drop Davis uh, or King because uh, I don't think we've got anybody else and I, I don't see him mucking about with the positions, although it would be nice to, to get them, but the thing is, I think we want to to go further in the the league cup. We don't want to put it down as a as an old. You know, we'll just forget about it. So I think we'll put out a strong team. 
No, and I think uh, I think the team will be virtually the same. Uh, there, there'll be a few. Sakala will come in, I think. I uh, hopefully, and hopefully, I would I would love to see Matondo over on the other side and uh, and Kent rested. So, but and yeah, Morelos probably give him a full game, and Yel- Yelma's full game. I think that, I think that's about the only changes will be. I don't think there'll be big uh, changes. So anyway, thanks guys for coming on, and. Uh, we're, we're, we'll be back on Thursday with another with another podcast. Uh, I don't know who's on, so we need to we need to see. And um, don't forget, we've got a website, uh, the Gallant Few website, and it was also on Facebook. So um, we'll finish off at that. So thanks for joining us. Good night. We are the future. <laughs>